So the Baltimore, I almost said Orioles because way too much baseball going down tonight. The Baltimore Ravens, I've hit their win total about 100 times. It opened up at eight and a half. I believe it's went up to nine and a half. Let me pull it up here right now because uh, there's a lot going on. Bet MGM, of course, the king of sports. The only sports, nine and a half now. Nine and a half. What's the price on it? Uh, I don't know. Let me find that. I just have it in my notes and I didn't put down the juice, unfortunately. So we can just keep talking. I'll find it. Yeah, you're good on that. So the Ravens, uh, I played them. It opened up at eight and a half. And obviously in the division, lots went down since then. Deshaun Watson originally was suspended for six games. Now he's going to miss the first 11 games of the season. Won't return. I took him to win the AFC uh, AFC North. I bet this on, let me check here really quickly, August 1st at 8.40 a.m. And I got plus 159 was the price. For the that over? Was I got the Ravens. I took him to win the division. And then I got him over eight and a half. That was a long time ago, though. That was in, that was uh, July 28th. And then I played it again, Yo, August second at six forty-five. Over nine and a half was minus one forty-five. Ryan, it's unplayable. It's unplayable. What right is it now? now? It's uh, it's over nine and a half is minus one sixty-five. Yeah, I still like it. I did minus one forty-five. Would you do? But would you do over ten and a half plus one ten? Over ten and a half plus one ten. I probably would. Or the other thing that I would maybe do is I would play, and we could talk about these coming up a little bit later on, but yeah, you're right. That's really juicy. I did play minus 145. I also got the eight and a half. But minus 165 for a win total is crazy. I don't, it, I don't like that price. It is, but the reason that it's that price is because of the Deshaun news and just because, I mean, I, I believe they're at least going to stay healthy. Well, we could start. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first with the Ravens? I want you to go first. All right, so the Ravens, I played it at eight and a half because looking at the preseason and uh, the games of the year, they were favored in 11 games this season. Last year, before Lamar got hurt, they were five and one, and then they had some struggles, and they were going into the bye, they were eight and three, and they were actually the number one seed in the entire AFC, which if you remember last year, the Tennessee Titans ended up being the number one seed in the AFC and still couldn't get past the Bengals. Uh, they didn't have J.K. Dobbins. They lost Gus Edwards. And then they lost Justice Hill in back-to-back Marcus days. Marcus Peters as well. Marcus Peters. But like they lost all three running backs before week one of the season. They had to including bring Le'Veon two, Bell. Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman. They called them out of the retirement home last year. Um, and that's a problem when you're a team that likes to run the ball. 2020, they were second in run rate. The year before that, they were third. So they like to run the football. And last year, they were doing it with 34, 35-year-old running backs. And even then, they were winning games because of Lamar Jackson. When Lamar played the entire game last season, the Ravens were 8-4. and four. And two of those four losses were either in overtime, week one against the Raiders, or seconds before overtime. If you remember, one of the games that they lost was because Harbaugh was like, let's go for two. What do you want to do, Lamar? They didn't convert. And then people crushed Lamar. They crushed Harbaugh. But I, uh, I think Harbaugh is one of the best coaches. He's, I think he's the most underrated coach in the National Football League. He's got the Super Bowl ring, had to beat his brother to get it. I think he's much better than Jim. I love John Harbaugh, and especially if you love betting, uh, betting preseason football, you have to love him. He's won 22 straight games. But then when Lamar didn't play or he was injured or played injured, they were 1-5. and five. So 8-4 and four with him, on pace to win the AFC. And then without him, even though I like Tyler Huntley, he's no Lamar Jackson. Like Lamar, I don't understand this. He's not a top 10 quarterback conversation or slander because I think it's ridiculous. They never spend money on the wide receiver position. Um, they lose their best wide receiver in Hollywood Brown, who did ask to be traded. He goes to play with his old college teammate, Kyler he Murray. He just we asked talked to about be traded because he wanted to be with Kyler. He, he said that he didn't love the system. Um, but I don't really understand that because last year he had a career high. He caught, what, 91 balls mm-hmm. on 140 yeah, right. targets or something like that. 
The problem I have, the only thing, the only thing that scares me a little bit with the Ravens is the wide receiver room because they didn't add anybody. They just bumped everybody up. They did the Packers thing. Uh, the Packers, at least they added Sammy Watkins, who was a Raven last year. They had to call him up. They they also had to call up Des Bryant. I think people forgot from last year. Rashad yeah, Bateman needs to step up. He was the 27th pick in the draft last year. Devin Duvernay needs to step up. He's a really good special teams player, but as a route runner and a pass catcher, I think Lamar deserves better than 8.9 yards per catch uh, through two years in the is league. Is it just going to be for you? Is it just in terms of Lamar Jackson targets, number one target, Mark Andrews, number two target, J.K. Dobbins out of the backfield or like as a dump off? Do you think that's in terms of the amount of target share that they're going to be the number one and number two options? I think Mark uh, Andrews is going to have a huge season. He's yeah. coming off his best year, and I think he'll have an even bigger year. It, you know, so I don't worry. That's what I was going to say. I don't worry so much about the wide receivers, and they've been trying at least to help out Lamar. They did call, I mean, listen to these names, Juju Smith-Schuster two years ago. Uh, they tried to go after T.Y. Hilton. He decided to go back to Indianapolis last year, which he should have went and played with Lamar because now he doesn't even have a team this year. But when he won the MVP in 2019, he only averaged 208 passing yards per game, which is the lowest amount a quarterback has ever averaged while winning an MVP. But in, in, in his leading receiver that year had 46 grabs and 584 yards. Mark Andrews could definitely give them that. And then defensively, I really like them because you do bring everybody back, obviously. Patrick Queen, I was wrong about Patrick Queen a couple of years ago in the draft. I really wanted him in Green Bay. I really wanted him in Dallas. Unless he's blitzing the quarterback, he's a solid pass rusher, but he's a liability in coverage. He misses way too many tackles. I think this is the year where if he doesn't produce, you could call him a bust because this has to be the year, and he might not be brought back, but he is at least a solid pass rusher. Um, I love Kyle Hamilton. Obviously loved him at Notre Dame. You could play him in the box. He's good in coverage. You could move him around. And last year... And they do get Kyle Fuller as well. Yeah, Kyle Fuller will help because, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. Marcus Peters also got injured before the season last year. What they need to do, I mean, the secondary, I'm not worried about the secondary. I'm more worried about the pass rush because their problem is, unless they're sending blitz, a guy like Patrick Queen up the middle, they really don't get home. They were 25th in pressure rate on non-blitzes. So I like teams that could get after the quarterback uh, that's with why the they, natural that's pressure, why like they the fired, Yeah, that's why they fired Wink Martindale. They were like, we're not about this. Yeah, and, and you draft Kyle Hamilton where you can move him all around the field and mm. you already have solid depth in the secondary. Like you said, Kyle Fuller's still got a lot of good football yeah, left in him, uh, especially when he stays healthy. Marlon Humphrey as well. And they get the second easiest schedule of offenses. So no matter what you think about the defense, they're getting the second easiest schedule of offenses, the second easiest schedule of opposing quarterbacks, especially with Deshaun Watson being suspended the first 11 games. They won't see him till week 15. Look at the quarterbacks they faced last year. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, and then Joe Burrow twice. This year they get Tua. Uh, they're going to get whoever Mac wins Jones. the job. Yeah, Mac Jones, whoever ends up winning the job in Pittsburgh. I think it's going to be Kenny so Pickett. Trubisky's looks so up, bad, man. They end up facing Danny Dimes. Um, obviously, easy with the Danny Dimes slander. Though. Easy with the Danny Dimes. But yeah. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Obviously, Brissett. you get back-to-back. -back, you've got Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. You know, obviously, Jameis Winston's there. Baker Mayfield's there. Yeah, exactly. A, second play, Second-year player in, uh, in, in Trevor uh, Lawrence. You've got Russell Wilson. You've got, I guess you have, you have Deshaun Watson now, December 18th in Cleveland. Marcus Mariota in Atlanta. Kenny Pickett, Joe Burrow again twice. Maybe they even sit Joe Burrow in the last game of the season as well, depending like they on did where last they're year. at. Yeah, like they did last year. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a lot I think it's a lot better than it was last year. Vegas projected wins is 9.5. The record last year, like you said, 8-9. Um, but that was because Lamar Jackson was basically 
dead for yeah. most of the time. And you're getting a, a backup and then a backup's backup because even um even um well, I like Tyler yeah. Huntley. Even Tyler Huntley got injured though, and then they had his backup come in. Yeah, I, I well, yeah, I, I like I like Huntley a lot. I feel like, um, and, and well, they're not going to move him because you never know. I, uh, people think like Lamar's like injury prone or whatnot because he obviously gets out of the pocket, he likes to run with the football. But I believe he's played in forty nine of the fifty five possible games that he could have suited up as starting quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. So I think he stays healthy. Last year was really fluky too. It yeah, wasn't it was. just the injuries; he was sick nonstop. Remember yeah. that. It was was like non-COVID illness like every other week. Um, And I feel like if he stays healthy, they could go back to doing what they do. Because if you look at it, like they win because they build leads in the first half and then they run the football in the second half. I do kind of want to see him stay a little aggressive in the second half, but Harbaugh will figure it out. Their first quarter point differential, the two years before last year, when they went to minus three, plus 97 and plus 74, meaning they get, you know, two touchdown, two score leads going into the half. And then if they have a healthy running back like J.K. Dobbins this year, they have Lamar. You think they'll run two tight end sets? So last year they weren't able to just because of the injuries. They lose. Because they have Charlie Kohler and they have Isaiah Likely. And Isaiah Likely has been really, really good in preseason. Yeah, last year they really wanted to, but they lost Nick Boyle. Yeah. And now Nick Boyle's back. But that's why they didn't play. uh, They didn't really run any two tight end sets because he got injured. And that took away their ability to do so. They didn't really trust anybody else. They need that blocking tight end. Because Mark Andrews, I do like Mark Andrews a lot more than is a blocker than I like a guy like Mark uh, Mike Gusecki, who's really a glorified wide receiver. Andrews will get dirty, but yeah, you need a blocking tight end. I think they will. And I think that they'll be uh, just fine this year, even with that wide receiver room. Somebody's got to step up. I mean, somebody's got to live up to their draft capital. Devin, Duvern- Devin Duvernay needs to step up maybe. Uh, Rashad Bateman's got to be much better. I think the, the only number I would take is the is the plus one ten. Plus it. one ten over mm-hmm. the plus one ten over ten and a half. No nine and a half. No eight and a half. What I about to win the division, or do you like the Bengals a little bit more? I like the Bengals just a little bit more. I think that the people are too down on the Bengals. I think that people think, oh well, they went to the Super Bowl. There's going to be a regression, but they invested more into the offensive line. You've got Jamar Chase coming into his second year into that Zach Taylor system. Obviously, he has that great comfort with with Joe Burrow. Joe Mixon considered a top three to top five back just in terms of like his ability, not only as a pass catcher, but also just to get between the tackles. So, yeah, I like the Bengals still. I don't even Jesse Bates now back at camp. I like that as well. So I, I think they continue to to improve. Yeah, I, I I went with the Ravens to win the division. Love the win total. But I'm I hate betting against Joe Burrow and the yeah. Bengals just because I love him so much. And I think he's probably the best quarterback in the league, at least next year or the year after that. Everybody continues to talk about Herbert. So let's talk a little bit more about the Baltimore Ravens, because let's be honest, nobody cares about the Marlins. Nobody cares about the A's do kind of care about the Guardians and the Padres, but we got some time. So we're going to talk about some different bets that you can find over at BetMGM. We already hit on the Ravens win total. You could go back. You could find that wherever you find your podcast. We both lean at least. I love the Ravens over eight and a half wins, which I got. I like the Ravens over nine and a half wins. I like the plus money alt line over 10 and a half wins. I think this is an 11 win team. Again, they were eight and four with Lamar last year, one and five when Lamar didn't play or he was injured. And even if Lamar does get dinged up, has to miss a game, gets himself sick or something like that. Tyler Huntley, in my opinion, is one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. And I think he's going to be even better if he has a run game. We need J.K. Dobbins to stay healthy. Um, Somebody has to step up in that wide receiver room. I think Mark Andrews has a big year. The Ravens to start four and oh, plus 500. The Ravens to start 0 and 4 plus 1200. Uh, you could also take the Ravens to miss the playoffs, which I would not recommend, plus 135. Ravens to lose in the wild card round is plus 260. To lose in the divisional round plus 375. To lose in the championship round plus 750. 
to lose in the Super Bowl plus 1600 or you could take my advice the Ravens to win the Super Bowl is 20 to 1 the Ravens just to make the playoffs I kind of like this minus 165 if you don't love the win total although man you're going to need 10 wins in the AFC probably to get in Although, I don't know, it's going to be a bloodbath. The AFC is so packed, and then the NFC, we have no idea it's even going to be any good. What would you do? Because I do have a bet that I kind of like here. There's only one thing that scares me a little bit. What would you do, though, if you had to pick anything from All this right, little catalog? All right, so I'm looking. All right, so I'm looking at the uh, 4-0, 0-4. So we're on the same page, and I got all the spreads if you want them, too. I, I'm on the same page as you. Here. All right, so Baltimore to start, 4-0, plus 500. One game scares me. And that's the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play the New York Jets at New York week one. That should be an automatic win. What are they in terms of favorite, like three and a half? It opened up four and a half, and you would expect it probably, I mean, I don't know, it, it most probably five and a half, six it closes. It may even stay around the four and a half because, how? I mean, how how much is Zach Wilson really valuable to the points? Well, about be, a point, point I think and they half. think it's going to be, yeah, yeah, like a. And they haven't ruled them out yet. A, yeah, they have a Joe Flacco revenge game, Jets versus Ravens, which I think will be Ooh, interesting there. Forgot about that. Uh, Miami at home, they play them. New England. I'm not as high on New England as Travis Thomas is. I no. think that there's some definite issues there in terms of just the play calling, the changing and coaching in general, some of the pieces that have gone out as well, especially on the defense with JC Jackson. Matt Patricia's neck beard calling the plays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so yeah, and they've lost some other pieces on the defense as well. And then Buffalo. Buffalo at home, though. So I kind of like them at home. Baltimore's a very, very tough place to play. Um if it was in Buffalo, I'd probably feel a lot differently about this. But, yeah, for the Ravens to go 4-0, and I think that's very, very doable and sort of in line with the fact that we know that Buffalo's not going to win every single game. There's going to be a stinker in there or a close game, an overtime game, one of those Lamar, you call the shots, you know, last fourth, you know, fourth and two at the goal line. Yeah. Um, you, Lamar, you decide what you want to do. So, yeah, I kind of like that. What do you think? Yeah, that's what I was looking at, too, and I really like the value. Like you said, four-and-a-half-point favorites against the Jets. I do expect a victory, even if it's Joe and it's a revenge game. Really like them in that spot. Uh, week two, they get the Dolphins. I really do like this Dolphins team. They're four-point favorites, though, so you know if you do have to choose something from here. Week three, it's actually a pick against New England because they do have to go on the road, obviously, to Foxborough. I- I'm with you, though. I'm not as high on the Patriots, um, not not on the defensive side of the ball. And not offensively either. I just, I don't know who's going to step up and make plays. I do like Mac Jones, but I don't love Matt Patricia. And I think Josh McDaniels is going to be a huge, huge loss. Uh, look what happened the first time he left, even though they did win a Super Bowl without him. Tom Brady was the quarterback. And then Buffalo, that's a pick right now. Uh, the Ravens will be probably one to one and a half point dogs if the Bills get off to a fast start. I expect them to win week one against the Rams. I do think the Bills are going to be really, really, really legit. It's Super Bowl or bust for them. I just don't know if they're going to win 14, 13 games like everybody expects, although I say that, and I watched one quarter of Josh Allen finding Gabe Davis, and I was like, yep, I'm all in on Gabe Davis. I love Gabe Davis. I'm all in on Josh Allen again this year. Yeah, I would probably go only 4-0. I don't think they're going to start 0-4, or I'm in huge trouble for my win total and my uh, division winning ticket. So that'd probably be the way I'd go. I don't hate the minus 165 to make the playoffs. I'd rather play that than the win. I mean, I already played the division because I'm getting the plus money. But right now, if you want to jump in with this team and you do believe in the Cincinnati Bengals, the only knock on the Bengals is they play a tougher schedule because they won games last year. Last year, they were only favored in four games and they caught everybody by surprise. So now you go from being the hunter to the hunted, which I do think matters a little bit. 
Uh, there is probably going to be a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. They don't really lose a whole lot. They're able to spend a bunch of money on the defensive side of the ball. They have the second most expensive defensive line in all of football because Joe Burrow's still on a rookie contract. Jamar Chase might end up being the best receiver in the league. If not, he's right there with Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams. So and yeah, and Justin Jefferson. He's unguardable, and his yards after the catch is ridiculous for a guy who can play pretty much inside, outside, whatever you want him to How do. How crazy is it that him and Justin Jefferson were on the same roster in college That's so at LSU? sick. That's so gross. It's crazy. Um, yeah, and so it's just like Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry being there, but everybody forgot because LSU didn't throw the ball then. Right. They didn't have Joe Burrow, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I would probably take him to make the playoffs minus 165, start 4-0. I don't hate even though, because then you could even hedge off. You're getting plus 500 value. You expect them to beat the Jets, Miami, and New England. Although, man, I mean, those are scary games. They're not all just like locks. They're not cupcakes, You know, no. especially Miami, because I do like Miami. Same. And then you could bet against the Buffalo because it's a pick. So you could get a minus 110 price probably, you know, minus 115, and take the bills if you, if you really don't feel good there. And then worst, ca- worst comes to worst, you get your $100 back or you win 400 So I actually kind of really like that 5-0 and bet. And they're going to be favored in one, two, you know, three of those games most likely. I think they'll probably close as favorites even on the road against New England. Yeah, I agree. Although who knows if New England wins week one against Miami. We're going to find out a lot and it's going to be a lot of overreaction, I should say, week one of the NFL season because there's some really good matchups. We get some divisional What's games. What's your favorite matchup? Week one, mm-hmm. Packers, Vikings. Not even just saying that as a homer. I think we're going to learn a lot about the NFC North, like what Rodgers is going to look like without Devontae Adams, who's going to step up in the wide receiver room, and can the Vikings actually be relevant this season now that they don't have the excuse that Mike Zimmer's ruining everything for him? And I'm not a homer either, but I'm very excited and intrigued by Dallas Cowboys versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers because Dallas is supposed to have a top six offensive line. Tampa Bay supposed to have a top six offensive line and I don't know necessarily if I believe in either I don't know if I necessarily believe in either offenses especially if both quarterbacks have to be on the run listen the defense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have gotten older we're not sure about how Dan Quinn's gonna run things so I think learning about these two teams in that spot's gonna be fascinating too yeah all the teams that lost their start like the Chiefs I can't wait to see what the Chiefs do this year without Tyreek because I think everybody's overreacting don't get me wrong he's awesome and I think there'll be some growing pain the first couple weeks of the season, but Mahomes looks really good in the preseason. I know it is preseason. I know it was the Bears and the uh, Commanders, but man, he's getting rid of the ball really quickly, finding receivers down the field, and it's not just deep ball or bust anymore. That's why I don't really care that they traded away Tyreek because defenses kind of took away the... I mean, everybody's playing the same defense now. Um, I want to see what Rodgers looks like without Devontae, obviously, and then I want to see Dak, yeah, without Amari Cooper and without Cedric Wilson there. See what C.D. Lamb could do as the number one wide receiver, if they're going to move him around a little bit. Who steps up as number two? I'm more excited. I feel like I say this every year, but I'm more excited for this NFL season, I feel, than I've ever been before. It's the most wide open it's been in a long time. it's become time. the NBA. Yeah. You know, like the, guys it's are moving the around. Yeah. Tyreek, I mean, man, Devontae, all these guys in new places. Go to the king of sports books. The only sports You type book. in Baltimore Ravens, my team. Go. You could find some good and interesting and juicy Prop bets, not just the win total, which we've hammered over and over, eight and a half, nine and a half. How many bets do you have on the Ravens to go over eight and a half? How uh, many w- bets? One eight and a half, one nine and a half. Because I, I took the eight and a half early, and then it jumped up to nine and a half, and we got the six games for Deshaun. Yep, Deshaun. And I was like, ooh, nine and a half's cool And with then me. we got 11 games for Deshaun. And then I liked it even more, and then I took him to win the division. For Deshaun? Yeah, and I love that I'm getting plus money on it at any Great price. Great Poupon. Um... Let's so the Ravens it. to win or lose all home games. All right. 
Let's to win all home games, plus 1,100. Uh, to win all road games, plus 3,500. Mm-hmm. To win all six division games, plus 800. To win all road games, plus 3,500. To lose all six division games, plus 4,000. To lose all home games, plus, what was that, 150 to 1? All right. Uh, the Ravens to lose all road games, plus 5,000. To go 17 and 0 in the regular season, you're going to make yourself a bunch of money. And any game to finish in a tie is plus 1,200. Let me pull up the schedule here. Yo, all so, home games, road, ga- road, all right. road games, or six division games. All what right, did you so do here? look at the road schedule here. So you open up on the road, or I mean, excuse me, a home schedule, home schedule. You want to look at home first? Home first. Let's do it. Open up week two against Miami. Four-point faves. Four-point faves. This is where it gets hard, but it is at home versus Buffalo. Pick them. Week four, pick them. Then against Cincinnati at home, week five. They're one-point favorites in that game. One-point favorites. Then in week seven at home with no Deshaun uh, against Cleveland. What are they? No line in that game because of Deshaun. Just kind of like how the win total hasn't come back up yet for the Browns. Nothing there yet. They're going to be favored. I'd say I'd make that. Well, we don't know. Two and if a it's, half? If it's Jacoby, no, no. Probably four and a half to six. Okay, so fine. Great. Maybe three and a half. We'll see better. what Jacoby looks like. Carolina at home in week 10, 11? Uh, week 11. Uh, week 11. Yeah, there'll be seven-point favorites in that All game. All right, perfect. At home again against Denver, week 13. One and a half is the opener. We'll see what Denver looks like. Favorites? I, they're going to be favorites. Yeah, All uh, right, one and a half cool. point favorites. Then in week what? 16. 16 against Atlanta. Uh, seven and a half point favorites. That, that's only going up though. Come on, look at this. Like this is actually an interesting bet to win all home games. This is Atlanta Falcons. I'm in the wrong spot. It's number. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's what, crazy. What is that? Plus a it's million. It's like plus 150. I don't know that Atlanta's winning one game this year. I really so mean. to win all home games is eleven to one. I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it, too. I, I, I do. It's a tough place to play. You we have to love take, Harbaugh. We love Lamar. I already love this team to win double-digit games. You have to take the Bills. What you have to do is take the Bills as a hedge. And the Bills are going to lose some games, man. Yeah. The Bills lost some games to some crappy teams last year. They the, lost to the, Didn't they lose to Jacksonville week one? They lost to... That wasn't week one. Did they, Who lo- did they lose they, to I week think they one? Did, I think they did lose to the Jags last year, man. The, the, why does last year... Seemed like it was like 14 years ago. Now I have to go back and check that. They lost two. They lost week one, did they not? No, they won week one because they played the uh, Pats, I believe. I want to say. No, no, no. They played the, They lost to the Steelers week one. Yes. 23-16. Big Ben beat them. But they, you know what, though? That game was really weird. Yeah, it they was. were up 16-0, and they should have went up. Um, man, somebody had a huge drop in that game. It's going to drive me nuts. It wasn't Cole Beasley. It wasn't Diggs. It was um, um, Emmanuel Sanders had a yes. huge drop. That would have put them up by three scores. That's what happened in that game. They lost that game to the Steelers. Uh, Steelers. Yeah, duh. And then they beat the Dolphins 35-0. They did lose to the Jags 9-6. That, that was a the game. They November didn't score an 7th. offensive touchdown. Yeah, yep. you're right. You're so right. So they will. They have the ability to lose some clunkers in there and listen. They also got beat by the Colts 41-15. to And Ravens at home are no slouch. Just no slouch. Yeah. I kind of like that. What do you like? Yeah, No, I, I like. Okay, so I like the home game because it is, yeah, Miami. Buffalo, Cincy, Carolina, Denver, Atlanta, and then you get the Week 17 game. Uh, on the road, I wouldn't do anything with the road, even though you open up with the Jets. You're four-and-a-half-point favorites in that game. It's a pick against New England. I do think they'll probably knock off New England. I know it's tough to win-loss these things. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Giants. Gets a little tougher with Tampa Bay, obviously, Week 8. They're going to be three-and-a-half-point dogs in that game. Right. 
Tampa Bay is so beat up on the offensive line, though, right now. Brady's just getting back into practice. Uh, they're one-point favorites against New Orleans. I had actually probably bet the Saints in that game, especially as a pick. It's yeah. a tough place to play. Tough. And then Jacksonville, they're four-point favorites, two-point favorites against Pitt, and then three-point dogs against Cincy. Hell, I don't even hate taking a shot with them to win all road games just with a decent price. And then with the division, even with the division, so you won't see Deshaun in the first meeting. You'll get him in the second meeting. You're not beating the Cincinnati Bengals twice, dog. That's the thing. I, well, they could, though. They could. They Anything's could beat possible. Twice. They could beat them twice. And then the Steelers, I expect them to beat them twice. Although Steelers are tricky, though. Uh, they're tricky because Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season ever. Yeah. All he does is have a winning record, even with the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger as his quarterback, even though they have the least expensive offensive side of the ball then the most expensive defensive side of the ball. They did nothing on the offensive line. They're going to run Najee Harris into the ground. But Kenny Pickett's looked really damn good in the preseason. I know it's the preseason. He's looked pretty good. Trubisky, I think, like, that first drive, like, that is just the vintage Trubisky drive where they had that play on third down where he scrambled all around only to almost get picked on the sideline. I'd probably... I don't hate any of these bets. Like, usually I look at these and I'm like, nah, I couldn't do it, couldn't do it. I'm not going to do it because I'm just all about them just winning double-digit games. But I don't hate them winning all road games or even taking a shot for them to win all six division games just because it's a decent price. And I'm all in on the Ravens this year. Lamar, contract year. We'll see if they pay him before the season. They're down to, what, like one and a half, two weeks to get that deal done. I don't know if they're going to be able to. Yeah, I don't hate any of these. Me neither. I like them a lot. I like the home. I win all home games just real quick. Uh, They play Miami at home, Buffalo at home, Cincy at home, Cleveland with no Deshaun at home. They play Carolina at home, Denver at home, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh finally in week 17 at home. So, yes, I like that. Plus 1,100, 11-1 odds for the Ravens just to win all their home games. Pretty light schedule outside of, say, Cincy, Buffalo, and Denver. I laugh, Maybe Miami as well. I, I laugh when I hear people that are like, well, you know, I'm not going to buy into the Ravens this season because of this and because of that, because you can't trust Lamar to stay healthy. And I know I hit on that already, but he, like last year was the first year he was ever injured. Yeah. And it wasn't just him. We already talked about all the injuries. J.K. Dobbins, literally everybody in the backfield got hurt before week one. Uh, Peters got hurt, their best corner, second best corner on that Didn't team. Didn't Marquise get bre- get hurt as like, well? Like, he was banged up. Yeah, everybody, Hollywood. like literally everybody got hurt. They couldn't even run two tight end sets because they only had one reliable tight end in Mark Andrews. They actually had the highest adjusted games loss, according to Football Outsiders. So like they led the league with most adjusted games loss on offense. They were second on defense. They were just beat to hell. Even if, and it's football, there's going to be injuries this year. Even if they do suffer a bunch of injuries, there's no way that they're losing that many dudes on both sides of the ball. And then people keep saying about or talking about the wide receiver room. And again, the last time we saw Lamar win an MVP in 2019, he only averaged 205 passing yards a game. His leading receiver that year, 46 receptions, 584 yards. So they're going to find ways to get it done. I trust Harbaugh. So I'm all in on the, on the, on the Ravens. I don't really know what would keep me away from them. You know, I, I know that Lamar did have some struggles with his accuracy last year, but I expect them to be much better. They were eight and four with him on the field. They're going to be favored in double digit games. Do you I care that they're middle of the road offensive line? No, I'm all right with it. I think they'll actually be a little bit better this year. I think Lamar's going to get rid of the ball a little bit quicker. Um, hopefully, we'll see who steps up in the receiver room. I think, I mean, having J.K. Dobbins, if they get J.K. Dobbins back, I think that's going to help, obviously. Ah, no, I think that I'm all right with that, actually. I'm all right with their offensive line. I love them up front. 
I can't wait to watch Kyle Hamilton this season. Oh, that's going to be nice. Especially because he doesn't like need to step in and be the savior right away. They're going to find different ways to put him on the field. Love the Ravens this year.